When choosing countertops, you have lots of options to choose from, but the ones I get asked about the most are quartz and quartzite. And even though there's some confusion between them, and they're often mistaken for each other, they're totally different materials with pros and cons of each one. So listen in and find out more about quartz and quartzite and which one is right for your home or rental property. Welcome to Home and Nestorations, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, interior designer, real estate investor, and best of house winner, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or rental property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to today's design conversation. And we are talking about countertops and specifically quartz versus quartzite. They sound the same, but they're totally different. And they're two of the most popular countertops with some very distinct differences. And at the end, I'll share what I'm using in my own kitchen and bathrooms in my house and which ones might be right for yours. So let's get started here. All right, quartz. We're starting with quartz first. Quartz is a man-made material. You can also call that engineered and in the most blunt terms, fake. It's a manufactured or fake man-made stone. But fake doesn't mean it's bad, so keep listening. There are some pros of quartz. First, it's got beautiful patterns in a wide variety of colors. It's got a consistent uniform appearance. So if you want to know exactly what you're getting, exactly what the pattern's going to be on your slab for your countertops or your backsplash, quartz might be a good decision for you. Quartz is a very hard and durable material. It's highly resistant to chips, dents, stains, and other common surface damage that you can get on your countertops. And it's got very low porous levels, which means it's not going to get that staining, which also limits bacterial growth. You're not going to have to seal it every year or two like a natural stone. It's a pretty low maintenance stone to use or faux stone. And there's an unlimited supply of it because they can always make more. They can print more, make more every time. So you'll always have quartz in that pattern in stock. Now it sounds amazing, right? It's It sounds like everything you could want. Is there anything wrong with quartz? And yes, there actually is. It can look fake because it is a fake or a man-made material. Sometimes it can look really just cheesy and fake. It's the only way I can say it. Some are better than others, but I've seen some that look really, really amazing and I can barely tell it's a faux or engineered stone. But then there's others that just look like they're trying too hard and they really do look fake, which makes them look cheaper. Some do look okay, but a lot of them can look a little fake at times. And if you're a pure stone enthusiast or love natural stone, Quartz might be hard for you because you know it's not the real thing. It's like when you're buying a diamond, you can buy a real one or an engineered one. And some people are cool with it. Others want the real thing. So that's something to consider. Now, another big con of quartz is that it is not heat resistant. So what does that mean? Well, it's for indoor use only. If you have an outdoor barbecue, definitely don't use it out there because the sun can damage it. 
But because quartz is made out of resins, now it's resins are different plastics that use to make it, and those can melt with heat. So if you're someone who loves to take a hot tray of cookies or a tray of lasagna out of the oven and stick it right on your countertop, quartz is not for you because it can damage and melt the resins and you cannot repair it. Even crock pots should be put on a trivet or a cutting board just to be safe. Now you might want to be careful using it as a backsplash behind a cooktop or a range top. Not saying it can't be done and I see it get done. I see it in photos, but occasionally I'll see articles or discussions on hows or other places where people say, yikes, my hot pans or my cast iron skillets damage my quartz backsplash. Grease can hit it and that should be okay, but anything that gets too much hotter than a few hundred degrees, it can damage your quartz. So you also then, because it's not heat resistant, we don't want to use it around fireplaces as surrounds. Now, as I mentioned before, it is for indoor use only. So quartz should not be stored outside either, not just using it in your outdoor barbecue. But it's important to know if you're buying quartz and shopping for it, notice where it's being stored. I have an amazing fabricator that I use and he always stores his quartz indoors because he knows that it can damage in the sun. I have actually shopped at some that carry their quartz outdoors and that can void the warranty. So you want to make sure if you love quartz, you found a pattern and style you love and you're shopping for it, Make sure you're buying it from someone, some company that is storing it properly so that it stays in integrity. It's not going to get damaged from being stored improperly. So we do want to buy it from places that are storing it indoors. Sometimes I'll see them flip so that the backside is facing the sun. I still don't love that. I'll be honest with you. Now, I mentioned that quartz doesn't like to be outside, so it's really meant for indoor use only. But another thing to think about is quartz actually can fade in the sun or take on a yellow color. So even if you use it in your house, if your kitchen is pummeled with sun, like we can get that here in San Diego in Southern California, you might want to think carefully about what material you're using because you could get some yellowing or fading in the sun. Another con of quartz is that seams can be difficult to make and easily seen. If you have a long run of quartz, you can get warping over them, which means the surface isn't completely flat. So if it's over a nine foot section, I know not everybody has that large of islands or other spaces, but there are some really big houses that do. So you do wanna make sure that, you know, if you're having to have a seam, I try to just have seams around my perimeters on the outside cabinets and not at my island with quartz because sometimes you can't hide it. It's a little easier to hide seams with natural stones. And then quartz is an expensive material, especially considering it's man-made. Would you pay more for a fake diamond compared to a real diamond? Likely not, but quartz countertops can be pretty pricey even though they are not a real and natural stone. Now let's move on and talk about quartzite. Now quartzite is a real and natural stone. So pros of that, it's real and natural. It's mined from the earth. It gives you that organic feel. It's beautiful and unique and nobody else will have the exact same countertops as you. It's heat resistant. 
since it was formed in the earth from heat, all that metamorphic rock. And because of that, it makes it UV resistant. So you can use it indoors and outdoors. Another pro of quartzite is that it looks like marble, but at a much lower cost and it's much more durable because marble is a very soft stone. So when shopping for my own kitchen, I was looking at all different options, considering quartz, considering quartzite, considering marble. And I saw some marble slabs that were gorgeous, but they were like $6,000 just for the slab. And I thought, oh gosh, no, the budget is going to go out of control. And truthfully, Marble is just not for me because I might cook with a lot of lemon juice or vinegars and it can etch and I that just wasn't for me, but it is gorgeous. So quartzite can be a less expensive alternative because it has similar looks to marble. And speaking of, you know, the hardness, I talked about marble being soft. Quartzite is a harder stone. It's rated seven out of 10 on the hardness scale. So it is a great hard stone. Uh, countertop option. But just like quartz, nothing is perfect. And there are some cons to quartzite. One of them is that it is a more porous material that needs to be sealed periodically. Now, it's not as porous as marble. Marble is very porous and very soft, so you definitely want to seal that. You'll get etching and all these other issues. Even though it's gorgeous, it does come with those cons. Quartzite is something that can be porous and get some staining, especially lighter ones. So you need to reseal it. Now, when your fabricator, that's the fabricator is the person who installs your countertops. When your fabricator installs them, or if you use this as a fireplace hearth, I've used it there in clients' homes as well, they will usually seal it for you that first time. But you do need to reseal it. I have heard all different things about how often to reseal. I've heard as often as twice a year, but my fabricator and others I've spoken to said every five years, every few years, most every one year. And so, but it, so that is a little bit of maintenance you have to do where you don't have to do that with quartz. Now with any natural material, this could be a con for you, is that the colors might not be consistent. So you actually have to look at each individual slab and you want to buy enough from each lot or each batch to make sure they all coordinate and match together. So where quartz they're printed, they're man-made, they all look slab one through 10 looks the same as slab 20 through 30. That's not the same with quartzite because it's natural. They are cut from the earth. And so if there's a discoloration that those are actually sought after, maybe there was a mineralizing and there's a slight cool bluish or pink streak, you want your slabs to all have come from the same batch that have that same unique variation. But since it's batched at one time at the mine, it's not like you can go to the store five years later and get a replacement if you want another piece that's cut from the exact same part of the quarry. So you do need to buy everything you need at one time. And if you do get damaged one day, you do take the risk that you might not be able to get the exact. You can get a little bit of that with quartz too, because of course they're making them in their dye lots as well. So you could have a little bit of variation, but essentially that pattern's the same. The last con of quartzite is that it's usually more expensive than quartz. It is a more expensive material, not nearly as expensive as marble, but your slabs can get more expensive. 
They are larger. So that actually is another pro of quartzite because your slabs can be larger. Each slab might be cut to a little bit different of a size. Quartz, you're going to have your standard sizes and they only get so big. But with quartzite, you could get a little bit bigger. All right, so you might be wondering which one is best? What should you go with? And the truth is they're both great choices for kitchens and bathrooms. When it comes to fireplace surrounds, quartzite is your winner because quartz again is man-made. But for kitchens and bathrooms, you really can't go wrong with either one. It's really individual because you have to look at what your needs are, your lifestyle, and your cooking habits. It's your house, so you need to go with what you like the most and what works in your budget and, again, your cooking habits. Now, with rental or investment property, you could go with quartz, although, you know, it still comes at a high price. You run a little risk with the the heat and care of it if someone is going to put a hot tray on that. Although, I just went to a hotel in New York, and they had it all in the bathrooms and, and on the countertops, and it wasn't an issue with curling irons and all that. Usually in rental properties, you might see granite because it is super durable, super hard. But if you want that lighter look, I would venture to go with quartz because you are going to spend less money unless you can get a remnant that isn't as expensive. A remnant is a scrap piece that fabricators will hold on to when they cut a large piece. Homeowners don't often want that extra piece, so the fabricators keep it. They sell it at a discount. But that is something that, you know, it does look great, and that's something to consider for your own home. If you want the white look, you want those light countertops, quartz is going to be a bigger bang for your buck because it costs less money. Around here, now prices vary wherever you're going, so I'm talking about what I have seen locally to me, but quartz countertops could, they used to be a lot less expensive than they are now, but with the pandemic and inflation, things are higher where you could be anywhere from 1500 to 2000 for one slab that doesn't include fabricating and cutting it, and then a quartzite is closer to 2500 maybe as low as 22 maybe a little bit more depending on the size so you can save several hundred dollars going with quartz it's again your personal preference if you like the man made that light white look if you want that light white look in quartzite it might cost a little bit more. And then if you do want some bold, interesting colors, then quartz won't be for you because you're going to be limited with either some lights that are whites and some grays and some blacks. You're not going to get a lot of other colors. So that is something to think about as well. What did I do in my own home? So if you followed along, you might know that I have been remodeling my own home and it's been an adventure for sure. Originally, we actually, for our own kitchen, had selected quartz and it was because Cambria, which is a higher end quartz manufacturer, made a super large jumbo slab. And that's the size I needed to accommodate my island and to accommodate the size of my kitchen. But guess what happened months in after I had had everything planned out, my cabinets made, Cambria canceled my quartz countertop. 
And I was left scrambling because my island size was based on that countertop and another quartz wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to be big enough. So last minute, several months in, I made the switch to quartzite. And I have to say that I'm really happy about that decision. I didn't think I wanted quartzite because I didn't know if I wanted to seal it every now and again, but I did have reservations about the heat and the crock pot and anything else that you could put on your countertop. And I was also using my slab on my backsplash because I use cast iron skillets. I was a little bit worried that if one of those accidentally hit the backsplash, it could cause some damage. But the truth is, I kind of got stuck with the size of my island that I didn't have a lot of choices with other quartz options. So the decision really was made for me, but luckily my fabricator had just gotten some beautiful, very light quartzite in that was perfect for my colors. And I went to see them the next day and they are just great. So I'm excited those should get installed soon. And that stuff I'll share in, you know, the blog posting and on social. But originally I did have quartz, but mid-project, sometimes things happen. There's been a lot of cancellations I find with production across the board, appliances to countertops and other materials, faucets and sinks. So I had to make a change. I'm okay with it. I actually think it worked out because I liked my quartz countertops, but I don't know if I loved them. This actually turned out to be the right thing. In my son's bathroom upstairs, I absolutely went with quartz because it's a Jack and Jill bathroom and I didn't want to spend the extra money on quartzite. I had bought a prefab, which means it's a pre-made countertop. It comes in a standard countertop depth that has a finished edge and the fabricators just have to do a little less fabrication to get it in place. So I think I bought it for about $850 and then there's a little bit of cost to cut the sinks out and fabricate it. Totally happy. So in my home, I have both. So nothing is perfect. Nothing is right or wrong. You have great options when it comes to countertops and quartz and quartzite aren't the only ones. There are others like granite, you have butcher block, you have marble, you have laminate, you have porcelain, you have tile, you have concrete. I mean, there's lots of different choices, but I will say with most of my clients, they're really choosing between quartz and quartzite seem to be the two biggest ones because they're similar-ish in cost, not as high as marble with some of that extra care you need to do, but they're both great options to choose from. All right, well, what do I want you to do next? First, if you want to see any photos of quartz versus quartzite, always go to the show notes because I'll have a link to my website, which will have photos of anything that I usually mention in episodes or links. It's always a good habit to get in. And then after you've done that, hit subscribe and please leave a review. Five stars for good karma because it helps this podcast reach and help more people just like you. And as always, thanks for listening and keep listening for more design conversations to help you design and decorate your home or rental property with confidence. Have a great day.